0: As a spark deep inside of you. Let it grow till it's through you're not the only one. Do you recognize that voice? That is the incredible Adasa singing a song called Uniting at the Roots Tech 2023 conference. And this is Stacy Julian with episode 139 of Exactly Enough. Time. Exactly Enough Time is a podcast about being present. It's about recognizing the time you have to enjoy the people, places, and things important to you. Did you know we can choose to be curious and playful? to live with intention, and to create connection. I am your host, Stacy Julian. I am a life enthusiast and a believer. Listen up. I think you'll find inspiration for living your life and telling your story, because you have exactly enough time. Hi friends. Thank you for listening today. So, Later in that performance of Uniting, Odessa, who is the voice of Dolores in Disney's Encanto, will be joined by singer-songwriter Chad Truman and the One Voice Children's Choir. I'm literally going to put the whole video in my show notes because it's such a powerful, cool song. But I wanted to start today's episode with it because of this theme of Uniting. On the show with me today is my new friend, Lovre Soric, who is from Croatia, and you'll hear much more of his story, but Lovre attended RootsTech this year and somehow in his research came across me and reached out via email and said, let's talk about uniting families through story. And I was like, uh, yeah, I'm totally your girl. So anyway, I invited Lovray not only to just talk with me, but to come be a guest on my podcast. You're going to be so excited to hear more about his background and the challenges that he has staying connected with his family and the solution that he's creating. So I invite you to listen all the way to the end of today's episode because he is... um, providing an opportunity for you as a listener of exactly enough time for me, for anyone who loves family and stories and uniting to come help him uh, continue to develop and refine this awesome solution that he has created. Okay, so real quick before we jump to my conversation with um, Lovray, I want to share a recent review over on the Apple Podcast app. This is from Brindy Gray. And She writes, the world is full of critics and news of terrible current events. I needed a podcast that was happy and positive. Stacy is naturally a mood lifter. She is a born educator. I specifically love when she talks about how to prioritize the things that bring the most joy and meaning in life it gets better. The podcast helps me slow down and focus on the joy of being a woman and a mother. I'm so happy to start listening to a new season. Seriously, Brindy, thank you so much. And thank you to everyone who takes the time to review my podcast or to send me a speak pipe message. I love you. Okay, let's cut to my conversation with Lovray and remember how important it is to do the work of uniting families even across time zones, countries, cultures and generations. Hey friends, so I am here now with my brand new friend Lovray Sorik. And we are going to just get to know one another at the same time we share with you um, some things that we're both passionate about, excited about. Lovray attended um, Roots Tech, which is a huge family history conference. He attended that for his first time this past winter. And following that conference, reached out and wanted to just talk about family connection and So I'm really excited to hear more about his interest in that. Lovre is originally from Croatia, and I have visited Croatia and loved that country so much, what I saw of it. So I'm just thrilled that I get to have him on my podcast today. So before we dive into sort of our appointed topic, um, Lovre, I want you to just introduce yourself. Please tell my listeners who you are and where you are, and a little bit about yourself personally and professionally. Um, I read over some information that you sent, and I am so excited to get to know you better. So take it away.
1: Amazing. Thank you, Stacy, for the introduction, and I'm super excited as well. Um, so yeah, hi, everybody. My name is Lovre. I am uh, originally from Croatia. I moved to the States about 10 years ago to pursue my passion for swimming and to obtain a college degree as well. Um, but yeah, something about me. I'm, I'm super passionate about families, family connections, communities. Um, currently I'm a graduate student at UC Berkeley. I'm going to be finishing up with that in actually, uh, two weeks I'll be graduating. So that's super exciting. Um, mm-hmm. I also, yeah, I also swam, um, uh, at the college, uh, college level as well. Um, I'm no longer swimming anymore. Um, but I'm doing cross in the side uh and yeah no that's that's kind of like a little bit about me
0: so you love fitness but but i think you're being humble because if i read it correctly you hold some ncaa records in swimming
1: <laughs> yeah so uh yeah i actually competed on a national level as well so i represent the creation on several european world championships too um i so i have um you know 2015 2016 it feels like a long time ago now but yeah i won the national title then as well too so it was it was uh it was a big part of my life for sure it was a big part of my life
0: wow and then you are currently well you said you're gonna graduate a couple weeks from the hospital the haas uh school of business at berkeley yeah but that's your second master's degree so i just want to hear a little bit about your you've got a background in engineering
1: yeah. So, so it's just curious,
0: uh, you know. You've got this passion for swimming, obviously CrossFit. You're very athletic, fit. You're you're you have an interest in community building, but you come from a place of engineering. You have that engineering <laughs> mind. I want to bring it all together. So tell me about that.
1: <laughs> yeah. No. Now that you mentioned it, it looks like a hodgepodge of things. But uh, so basically, I think growing up, I was super interested in like building stuff. Um, and uh, with swimming, actually, we started because of some health conditions I had. So a doctor recommended to, to start doing swimming. So that was when I was like six years old. But uh, my grandfather uh-huh. has a small construction company back in Croatia. So that was interesting to me, like on the engineering side, the building, building buildings, and etc., and all these different machines that, that work together. So from there, um, you know, in Europe, uh, probably every, everywhere outside the U.S., when it comes to like uh, sports and when it comes to college or uh, even high school, those are just two different paths. So unfortunately your school doesn't care too much about your sports and your sports don't care too much about your school where in the U S you have this unique system where you have those things, two things blended together. So you can fit your classes in Mm -hmm. between your practice times Um, and your, your, uh, coach gets your grades. So, which was kind of like interesting to me as well, but like also super exciting that people care about that. they generally want to see you succeed. and want to, um, see you grow in different areas. So that's what interested me about the U S. Um, and that's why originally I moved to kind of like, again, pursue, keep pursuing that passion for engineering, um, that I had, but also like on on the side, also swimming as well. That was a, a, a big portion of my life. So, um, yeah, I I finished my undergrad in specifically in um, uh, engineering sciences. That's what it was called in a town called Bakersfield, which is outside of L.A. And then I worked a little bit in the medical device industry and oil and gas industry. And then from there, um, you know, I, I worked as an engineer. And then I was like, well, I really like the business aspect of it. You know, one thing is one thing is building stuff. But then another thing is like, how can I commercialize this and really like bring it to thousands and thousands of people that like I know can benefit from this. So that's why I went kind of like to grad school to uh, build on top of that, but also get like the um, further like the I got mechanical engineering uh, masters as well, too, because I think Berkeley is one of the top universities. So I was like, well, I'm already here. Might as well see what are they doing in that department as well, too
0: so so my next question i'm just curious then um yeah. why roots tech where did you hear about roots tech uh, or maybe or maybe roots tech was a path that you pursued or an opportunity that you took advantage of because of your you being a, far away from your family so maybe tell me about croatia and your family yeah. and yeah. the connections there tell me how you so, got to roots tech that's my question
1: yeah <laughs> no no yeah so you know like i think me being here for these 10 years I started off with swimming in college, then I got a job, then I went to another master's school, so like it just kind of the 10 years passed by in a in a blink of an eye. And what I realized before mm-hmm. I started my grad school, I went home for 2 months and that's been like the longest I've been home in again all these 10 years. So I started mm-hmm. chatting with my family and I realized that I missed all, a lot of things, you know, from birthday celebrations, mm-hmm. like high school celebrations, um you know weddings and etc and also what I realized is that unfortunately my, my grandparents are getting older and you know mm. I don't have a lot of time with them left um and I feel like you know when I was a kid it was always about like oh I want to go hang out with my friends you know I want to hang out um uh, go outside and mm. play some soccer play some basketball so I really didn't like focus too much on like Sitting down and having a conversation with my grandparents, and now I'm entering a stage in my life where that's important.
0: So you were a normal teenager, is that what is that what you're explaining? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, we're exactly. we' are very few teenagers that would use grandma and grandpa over soccer with their teenager. <laughs> <friend laughs> <out with> their-
1: <laughs> exactly. So you know, being able to reflect on that really got me thinking of like, okay, like how is how can that be? Like what what technology can I utilize to kind of help me out? with building Mm. that relationship with my grandparents while I'm here in the U.S. Um, So basically I went down on this hunt of like looking through things that I want to learn from them and what I think there are some things important to me and one of them was family history because I realized that they have you know one of my grandparents have six siblings and I just don't know where they are in the world what are they doing what is their stories etc so that kind of like treasure hunt led me to like okay what are some what are things here in the U.S. I talk about these things and I help you out with it. That led me to RootsTech, mm-hmm. um, okay. which I think was a pretty unique, you know, when I Googled it, I was, it was a pretty unique conference that happens like kind of with classes and vendors and etc. that kind of help you with this family history, but more broader, also family connection and how can right. you really, um, uh, you know, strengthen that.
0: Yeah. And that, the reason I'm drawn to RootsTech, I'm, I'm certainly interested in genealogy, but I, I'm not so much about the the research and the verifying and the collecting of the names, you know, gratefully, I have people in my family who are interested in that. Um, I actually just picked up my father in law this morning from the airport, and he is a master genealogist happens Mm. to also be an engineer. So he was very interested in who you were and why we were talking Mm. today. But uh, so he's documented, you know, the names and dates and places. My passion is the stories. And mm. so you really spoke to my heart when you said, my grandparents have six siblings, but where are they? And, mm. you know, and where do those sidelines go? You know, because that's, those are my cousins, right? In a way, yep. you know, this part of my family web and how do I connect with them or at least understand, you know, sort of where they are and, and who they are and what they do. So that's the part yep. that I love. I love the the connection that is created through personal stories. So, yeah love it.
1: exactly you know it was super interesting to also like throughout the conference there's a lot of these classes that kind of help you get that geology piece but then mm-hmm. I think a lot of classes there are, they also talked about oh the issue that like okay you have now this 300 page book that you yeah. gathered all this information and how do you engage the rest of your family into learning mm-hmm. about these things mm-hmm. and when people I think are realizing it's exactly that it's like at the end of the day is it more important that you know that in 1800 somebody moved over here or the reason why they did and like what mm-hmm. struggles did they overcame and etc so yeah it was kind of interesting that like there's this general switch now to like okay i have all this huge database mm-hmm. but i really want to add those emotions and, right. and that, that i want to pass on to the to the family
0: i like that that's so true it's because th- they were real people and they were making yes. major decisions about leaving yes. homelands and or they were, or they were enduring, who knows what, maybe it was a plague. Maybe it was a, um, um, you know, just a, a failed harvest or, you know, just, yeah. you know, disrupt at home or, or war. We don't know why, but they made these emotional, you know, decisions and, you know, what motivated them and, and maybe they wanted a better future for children. Who knows, right? The, the yeah. reasons are, are many, but it, it is really, it gives you a lot of, um, insight but for me at least learning about you know my people that came from from denmark and the uk Mm. and you know um scotland it it gives me a lot of resilience like i the the more Mm. i learn about who they were and why they made those really tough decisions the more i realize that i descend from from them i have those same qualities or at least i can assume and grow those qualities in myself, because I know that it's a part of my people, my family. So, exactly. And I think that's definitely something that youth, especially in 2023, need. They need that sense of belonging. They need that sense of greater awareness and that that feeling of resilience, you know, that they, they come from, you know, people who have done really hard things in the past. 100%. So, what did you take away from from Roots Tech in terms of that? Did you come away with any ideas or did you come away with problems to solve? I know you've been working on something, mm-hmm. you know, but, but what did you come away with in terms of not only creating the connection, in your case, across countries, you know, mm-hmm. across an ocean, but also just that connection from grandparent to grandchild? Do you have any ideas? What, what have you been thinking and doing? Yeah, no,
1: I think um, first... Like for me, it was very interesting to see the sheer amount of people that are like engaged with this. Yeah, um, I think the RootsTech online, you had like millions of people in person, like had thousands of people that are attending these classes and like trying to figure out how can I again pass on to this family history to a new generation? How can I gather it? So that was just super interesting of how much energy and uh, resources is being put in. Um, second thing I've noticed is again, this like kind of like emphasis, emphasis on like the data portion of it, mm-hmm. but not much innovation in like the, the storytelling aspect of it. Yeah. Again, there, there were definitely some like people that are working on like, okay, like I can help you capture your story again in a book, in a video, but I felt like the oftentimes that those books tend to be like, again, super long and giving mm-hmm. that to like a teenager or or maybe somebody in the 20s or you know somebody that's starting a new family etc they're running around they have all these things on their to-do list like it's going to be hard to motivate them to do that so mm-hmm. it got me thinking how can you how can you break that down into smaller chunks mm-hmm. that kind of meets people where they are mm-hmm. in different portions of life so um you know you mentioned about traveling and how figuring out like that you have some ancestor in europe so like Okay, at that moment when you're planning these trips out, how can you, like, kind of give that information to somebody that, like, hey, by the way, you should visit, you know, this place where your great-great-grandparents grew up. And then right. you kind of, like, give give a little story to it. Or, like, you know, you're raising your first kid or et cetera. Like, okay, here's a little story about, like, maybe a goofy story, a funny story about your grandmother raising um, your mom or something like that. So I think it just got me interested in that space of, like, okay, now that you have all these different pieces – How can you bring it, bring it together to somebody and then really meet them where they are and help them at that point in life? Yeah. Um, Another thing I realized is that there's still a lot of barriers of sharing. Um, You know, people that like are kind of like unsure where to start these conversations. Like Mm -hmm. I never had them before. So now like all of a sudden asking my grandparents about like, okay, tell me about when you were young or tell me about this. It just might feel awkward. Might feel weird coming out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. So that got me interested in like, okay, what are some like kind of excuses that you can give to yourself or like games Mm -hmm. that you can kind of play with your family that give you that excuse to ask those questions. So that kind of like that intersection of like, okay, let's, let's get some more information from the family that's in a fun and engaging way. And then later on, figure out how can we use the information to like really help out with somebody's life? Um, Mm -hmm. you know, so those are my kind of the biggest, biggest takeaways. And, um, that I got from the roots, the conference. Um, and again, it was super energizing seeing so many people, so many vendors, like in this space and, and, and trying to solve that and trying to kind of like bring all these different tools to, to, um, families and help them, help them record the family history.
0: Yeah. And d- did you intend it? Did you attend in person or, um, online? in person? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is it, very it, energizing. I've done that.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was, it was, yeah, it was just, you know, the, the just kind of like the excitement on everybody and, you know, I attended, attended the family search library afterwards as well, too. And that was, like, super amazing to see. Um, yeah. But also, um, you know, kind of inspired, I guess, by my, my grandparents of kind of how they started up their own business, et cetera, and how they're always, like, utilize the opportunity whenever there is. Last day of Rootstech, I actually set up a booth um, in the, um, like, the vendor space with, with my own stuff, for the, the, the newsletter. Yeah. Um, so it was very interesting and just kind of with the idea of like, Hey, let me just set up a space here and talk to people and see what matters to them, yeah. et cetera. Um, to, so that was kind of also really, uh, interesting for me. And,
0: well, uh, well let's um, go there next. I want you to, I want you yeah. to tell me about, yeah, tell me about this booth. What were you sharing? But so yeah, tell me more about the solution that you are creating. I think you're doing it with some friends there in Berkeley. Yes. So let's just unpack that a little bit and tell me tell me how it started and and where it what's happened to it in the last uh, month or two.
1: Yeah, so um you know after reflecting over the summer like about my you know grandparents relationships and family relationships etc <clears throat> I coming to Berkeley I I was like okay if there's a time for me to do it it's it's right now let's try to figure out how to solve this problem. So basically I was looking around and, and first seeing what solutions are available out there. And obviously you have Facebook, you have Instagram, you have WhatsApp, you know, and, but then I realized like, I don't share on those things that things that I would necessarily want to share with my family. Right. So, you know, it's some small quirky things like, Oh, I did the barbecue this past weekend, or like, I invited some friends to hang out etc. et cetera. Or, so those are some of the things that I probably wouldn't post too much on social media as much as like, but I want my family to see it. Right. So, and with other, a couple of other international um, uh, friends as well, we kind of started brainstorming. Is like, okay, what are some quick, easy way for everybody to start engaging with family life? So we landed on this idea of a family newsletter, mm-hmm. um, but like super, super simple and super easy uh, that you just either text or email photos that you want to include in the newsletter. And again, emphasis on like just everyday life. It doesn't have to be big, obviously like, we all love, like, big uh, big things happening, graduations. But, again, it can be super small things that you just kind of miss out. Um, and you can learn about mm-hmm. each other as well, through. So, anyways, you just text us those things. You can invite as many people, as many family members as you want. And then at the end of the month, we compile all those submissions into a family newsletter that we sent out digitally to everybody. But then one family member also receives a physical copy. So we're trying to keep in mind also those non-tech savvy grandparents that yes. you know might be might finally be using Facebook and etc. And they're filing on Facebook, but then, then nobody's sharing stuff on it. So yeah. for them, they get this printed version that they can list through um, and see what's what's engaging, uh, what's happening with their family. So um, yeah, I've been doing. We've been doing it for the last three months. We have about you know fifty to hundred families right now. Um, wow that they're they're using it and kind of testing it out and etc. And and the feedback that we will be getting it's been amazing. I think uh, you know, people love learning about each other's lives and and things. For example, like uh, you know, somebody posted about watching a baseball game and then the other person was like, Oh, I didn't know you're a fan of that. Let's we should watch it together next time again. Yeah. Um but then other cases, you know, that were really for example, we have a family that unfortunately has somebody with um dementia in their family. Mm-hmm. So Um, and, and those people tend to be cut off from technology completely. Mm -hmm. So having that printed version and, 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 having that in front of them and seeing their family members face and et cetera, kind of like really helps them out as well. Having those conversations, you know, having conversation on the phone, next time they call them, they can see that they can chat about it. So, um, yeah, that's kind of been also really encouraging as well, that like we're on the right track and, 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 and at the end of the day, we're bringing family closer together.
0: So there are so many things. Uh, I want to see if I can remember. As you've been mm-hmm. talking, my brain's just going ding, 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 <laughs> ding. <laughs> so I want to point out some things that I see as really truly being a solution in, um, in, your, in your business, in your product offering. Um, first of all, this is, this is just curious, but when I was married back in 1989, mm-hmm. per, probably for the first three or four years, my, the same father-in-law that's sitting upstairs started something called the family round Robin. So I want you to just Mm -hmm. picture a big manila envelope. Okay. And he would write a letter and he would put it in the big manila envelope and he would mail it to his next sibling down. They Mm -hmm. would read his letter and then they would write a letter and stick it in the envelope and mail it to the next sibling and so on. And it would go around the family. And we were the first, both my husband and I are the oldest. So we were the first to get married and Mm -hmm. we would receive this, envelope and take it out. And there would be an an update, a family update from all the (laughs) aunts and uncles, you know, and then we would put those letters back in and add our letter and send it back to dad. And then he would, and isn't that crazy? Like we thought that was such (laughs) an amazing thing to do. And imagine it took two or three months, you know, for one, you know, Mm -hmm. one go around of the round robin newsletter. And so that just cracks me up that, you know, you've really just modernized this idea. And the other thing that I really, that struck me as you were talking because I could just see it happening to my family. I'm like, this is such a solution. Like, because I think there are some barriers. Number one, who has yep. time to even sit down at their computer and format, yep. even a nice, a well-read email and insert and format photos and then make sure to create the email list and then send it to everybody and then not lose the replies. And do just, mm. Do people remember to hit reply all, or are they just going to hit, you know what I mean? It's just a mess. Yep. So I love that you, you know, it, it from, what I'm hearing is you're just giving me the opportunity to text this, yeah. an image here or a bit of information there. And at the end of the month or whenever, you know, you're going to format it for me. Yeah. And I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah. And then the third thing that I heard you say was my sweet dad, who I love with all of my heart. You know, I, I I'm, I'm his go-to tech person, which my daughter thinks is hilarious. Right. But, but I'm the, in between the two generations, we've got the digital native and we've got grandpa, and, you know, and he can get on Instagram and he even said to me a couple of times ago when we were together, he goes, Instagram isn't the same anymore. I used to be able uh-huh. to get on there and see what all my grandkids were doing. He goes, and now it's just a bunch of pops ups and ads uh-huh. and why are people singing and dancing? So yeah. even even social media has changed, you know what I mean? It, truly yeah. in the last couple of years and it and it's leaving this generation out, Um And so I just think that's fascinating that I think you're, you know, you're, you're backing it up a little bit and saying, okay, now how do we keep grandpa in the loop? How do Uh we make this doable for busy mom? How do we include, you know, new young family and father or whoever it is? So I'm super excited about it
1: So I want you to tell me
0: how, how do my listeners find it and how do they test it out? So talk to me more about the actual hands-on. What does it look like? Yeah, yeah,
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, we're still in these early stages when we're like, it, I think it's super important for us to get like this kind of user base of like early adopters that are going to help yeah. us really shape the product in the future. Oh, you are uh, talking
0: to the right girl. My listeners will help you. Louvre, <laughs> I'm serious. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> Tell us how we yeah. help you.
1: Yeah. So um, it, it's, we can find us at myroots.io. Um, you okay. can find us there. There's a sign up there. Um, it's free. It's free for a month. Then after that, we charge $10 for the whole family. Um, so just it's kind of like Netflix, like one family member pays for everybody else. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think, you know, if you provide us feedback and et cetera, like right now we're just, you know, that's our main goal. So we're offering even three months for exchange for an interview, like after you use it for a month to see what works, what doesn't oh, work, cool. what you, what changes yeah. would you like to see? Um, yeah, no, it, and um, again, it's it's you just type in your email and then you should receive like... Um, Additionally, additional information. So we try to keep it really easy to use. So sometimes people are like, wait, that's it? So Because basically <laughs> you just receive that email back and then you just respond to that email and that's it. So there's yeah. no like, you know, creating an account, downloading an app and etc. You're just communicating with the email or with the phone number, depending on your preference. Um, yeah. But you know, something that's kind of super interesting for us, for example, we started this like with in mind, okay, let's keep these... Um, you know on tech savvy grandparents in in the loop of what's happening with the family but then after the conference um, and having some discussions with uh, people we actually had a grandma sign up that was Mm. that wanted to share with the rest of her family um, upcoming family events um, and then also want to share family history but again breaking down in pieces that everybody else can handle so just Mm. we have this kind of like what we're doing with her we're doing like highlighting one ancestor per month and like this month's mm-hmm. ancestor is this and then we just kind of write a little story in addition to everybody else's updates so i think that's why it's really important to kind of have these like early adopters that are helping us shape okay what what really matters to people what do they want to see and how because mm-hmm. i have a vision in my head but that's just me uh, you know and i think if, if a world is full of me's it would be a boring world so you know i think it's really <laughs> hearing those voices from people of diverse voices of like what, what matters to them and and where they're going to, um, what they want to see.
0: I love it so much. I mean, I, this is the third time I've mentioned my father-in-law, but he's actually here because he's got the 370 page book written. Right. Mm. And I'm supposed to be the editor (laughs) (laughs) and and I'm so thrilled. I'm so thrilled that he has literally spent decades doing the research and, and that he's, he's a walking library, but at the same time, it's so overwhelming. And I keep saying to him, Gary, we have to, we have to pare this down. We have to format this. We have to add so many more images, mm. you know, cause I'm teaching my kids going, thanks mom for the 370 page book. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to read this, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. You, you know, you mentioned the grandma has like, who's like, I've got all this stuff, but let me give it to him one ancestor at a time mm. and one story at a time. And then there's something they can read and sort of chew on and, they'll find themselves the next week going, oh yeah, remember that story? You know, because it's something that they have time to process and apply.
1: Yeah, so. exactly. You know, and,
0: and
1: and not to be discouraging of your of your father, but, you know, I think there's certain moments in time in life where people will grab that book and read through it. But oh, for sure. instead of yeah. waiting for that, like five, 10 years for that to happen, like, why don't you, like, how can we do it? Like every couple of months, like bring something new right. and like, especially like in certain points of your life when you really need it. It's like, oh, man, yeah. dad, that's, that's that's amazing that my grandpa did that. That's yeah. so cool.
0: No, I, I agree 100%. So I, I want to wind this down. with So just again, I'm going to put all of this information in the show notes at stacyjulian.com. Uh-huh. Um, just tell me again. So they're just going to go to myroots.io, uh-huh. and they'll just basically, if, if if you'll send us additional information or what we'll get on an email list or something, if we give you our email, then we'll get an email back. They'll just spell it out for us. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, yeah. So you just it, there's when you land on the page, there's gonna be like a little sign up that says like enter your email here. You click on it, um, and then we can add like we can definitely add like a little button that says like oh did you hear about us at, um, at Stacey Julian's podcast? So that we kind of mark that as well too. So it'd be like a little che- uh, ch- uh, check checkbox on it. So oh, sweet! I get bonus points.
0: Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I I'm I'm just thrilled. I'm thrilled. I think it's so interesting. You know, looking at just I just think every life is is sort of, you know, it is guided in a way to where you've come from Croatia, you've got this family that you love, you want to stay connected, you've got aging grandparents and then yet you're over here, you're an engineer so you know how mm. to build things, right? Now you're a business almost, you know, graduate mm. so you yep. know how to to market and, and make something appealing to large numbers of people. I think you said that in the very beginning, but you are literally leveraging all of your gifts and talents, right. And bringing them together for my benefit. And I think that's, that's just the beauty of entrepreneur, you know, ism is that a word (laughs) entrepreneur this this idea this free market i think it's so amazing so i want to thank you first of all um and being the kind of person that will reach out you know sending me an email and saying i want to talk to you like what is it that you know and here's what i know and how can we you know how can we bring it together so i will tell you you you're in a very exciting space and i have got listeners um who are going to love what you are are doing? So thank you so much for preparing yourself to to create this solution. I love it.
1: Thank you so much, Stacy.
0: Now you're you're new to my podcast, but I have a couple of questions that I ask every guest at the end, um, and we know a little bit about you. But I'm curious right now as you prepare for graduation or whatever else is going on. I want you to tell me. Um, as a storyteller, I, I teach people about these big categories of people, places, and things. You know, if we'll, if we'll think about our stories and our experiences in those buckets, you know, who are the people that I love and, and where are the places I've been and how have those places shaped me and what are the things that I, that I do and I'm interested in. So writing stories in those areas. So tell me about a person, a place, or a thing that has your interest that's maybe not MyRoots.io. What else are you really interested in and working on right now?
1: Yeah, so as I'm gearing for graduation and kind of packing my stuff and and getting ready to embark this new life chapter, um, what I'm really excited about is actually going home. Um, So I will be going home right after graduation um, for about two months. Um, and again, being able to reflect on these past two years, past 10 years in my life, I'm, I'm super excited to go home and kind of get, have these conversations with my grandparents, with my brothers, sisters, mom, dad, Mm -hmm. and, and really trying to like bring them closer to me. So, um, I'm super Mm -hmm. excited about that.
0: Oh my gosh. I love it. That's so interesting because your last trip really kind of sparked this, you know, Mm -hmm. this interest for you and now you're going to full circle, bring it back home. I bet you'll take pictures differently. You'll definitely... You know, start conversations that you wouldn't have started in the past. So
1: that's just yeah, amazing. Th-
0: that's good. You sighting. know,
1: like yeah, definitely. I think the the principles of photo freedom classes on my to do list because, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think we're definitely living in an age where you have like five thousand photos on your phone, and but uh-huh. I, I, this like printing it out and and having it there in front of you and really able to reflect on those things that you achieved you or you just been through or like a happy moments and etc. Even I think that's like really important and now i rarely go through those photos like i never go through them so yeah definitely it's kind of like seeing how can i you know capture them in a moment in that moment in a in a way that's gonna remind me of that feeling remind me of that safe space with my family yeah
0: Yeah. Yeah. that's awesome okay final question my friend you're gonna fill in the blank you're gonna say i love red
1: I have exactly
0: enough time. The name of my podcast, I have exactly enough time for, and then tell me what it is.
1: I, Lovre, have exactly enough time to sit down with my grandparents Mm. and have a conversation about life.
0: Mm. You do. And so does everyone else listening. If you have grandparents, please sit down with them please ask them to, to walk you through their childhood home and to tell you about some of the hard things they've done. And some of the times they've been particularly proud or grateful. I love that so much. I hope that, um, I hope that we will stay in touch. I am definitely going to sign up. I want to be an early adapter, early adopter or whatever you say. (laughs) I want to test uh, the My Roots newsletter and see if we can get my dad more involved and, and my kids interested. So I appreciate you again. Thank you so much. Don't you think that's just kind of interesting? Young man grows up in Croatia, comes to the United States to swim and study. Life's moving fast, lots of things happening, goals being reached. Starting to miss that connection to his family, goes back to visit, realizes that grandma and grandpa are getting older, right? And that he's missing out on just kind of the little everyday things takes his degrees in engineering and business and starts to create a solution that will help him and so many like him. So you guys go to stacyjulian.com and then follow the link to the myroots.io so that you can um, participate with me and Lovray as he continues to develop this solution. He just added to his website a little field that asks where you heard about him and where you heard about the right My Roots newsletter. So put Stacy Julian in there and then he's gonna give you three free months so that he can work with you in your unique situation and help you do the uniting that you want to do with a personalized newsletter that's really easy to send. If you have any questions, you can reach out to me, Stacy at StacyJulian.com. I will also put a link, an email link to Lovre. He has invited you to just be in communication with him. He needs our community to help him do his work. Okay, I will be back next week with another episode of Exactly Enough Time. This is the way starting to take So keep on
1: united <laughs> It's a feeling that feels brand new Up on top with the crater view It's a change that can't be
0: endowed